This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We're known for being polite, so we give you a chance to talk to. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Fan. Bring that big bed energy this summer with Superbook Sports. Superbook Sports is the most trusted name in sports betting. And right now, use promo code JERSEYFAN to score up to $250 with their first bet bonus. Win or lose, they'll match your first bet up to $250 with promo code JERSEYFAN. Simply visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions or download the Superbook New Jersey app in the App Store, enter the promo code JERSEYFAN, and you'll get 250 bucks courtesy of Superbook Sports. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 877. You could also use promo code SAL for that matter. Help me out. 877-337-6666 is the number to call. We talked about the Mets and you know, them losing a... That's just an awful loss uh, to you know start this series in Atlanta. The Yankees were getting no hit through six innings. You know It's kind of now... For the Mets, they got two big games here coming up with Scherzer and Verlander. With the Yankees, it's kind of now just waiting word on how severe this injury is. And I don't know when we're going to find that out. Maybe in the coming days, maybe in the coming weeks with Aaron Judge. But it's kind of still unknown, even with certain answers. We don't know how long they're going to be without Aaron Judge. And it's just a totally different team without Judge and Harrison Bader. They may be able to survive without one of the two. Those are their two most important players in that lineup. You can't survive without them. Calhoun, IKF, Bowers, what? Now, what they need is for John Carl Stanton to get hot here and carry this team. That's imperative right now. Donaldson has at least given you some hope that maybe he could be an impactful offensive player, at the very least with the home runs. And, you know, defensively, we're going to get from J.D., as they call him. So maybe you could have some positives to take from him. But overall, you look at that lineup, you know, John Carl Stanton's got to be the guy. Without Judge in there, Stanton's got to be the guy to carry them. Doesn't have to be Judge-like, but just go one, you know, go on one of his tears that could carry this team for at least a couple of weeks in you know hopes that you could do it before you know, Judge comes back and then you get Judge back healthy and everything is good from there. But, man, this Yankee team, 
Just when they get some guys back, they lose a couple more. Nestor Cortez also going on the IL. Shoulder strain. So, you know, you worry a little bit about Nestor. I do think the Yankees have enough in that starting rotation to overcome it. You know, some good depth there. But still, I mean, think about the injuries that this team has suffered so far. It's amazing that the Yankees are where they are at 36 and 26, 10 games over. You got to be careful in that division, though, where, you know, the, the Rays are. Uh, they just, I mean, they've now won four straight again. They're playing much better, 44 and 19, by far the best record in Major League Baseball. As they continue to distance themselves, you know, seven games in the loss column now. That's a significant deficit. We mentioned that with the Mets, same thing. Chris is calling from West Islip. Chris, what's on your mind tonight? Hey, Sean, thanks for taking the call, brother. Thanks for making it, man. How are you, Chris? I'm good, man. I mean, listen, I know you're saying Vogelback is not the, the main the issue here, but, I mean, I've been watching 30 years watching the Mets, and I've never been more sick to my stomach watching the Mets taking that bat to this guy. Yeah. If I have to watch him sit there and take strike three, a legit strike, and I walk back to the dugout, like like, like he did, like, the umpire did something wrong, hmm. I'm going to kill myself. I, I can't do it watching this guy. Well, don't take it He's that seriously. zero production out of him. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> obviously. Right. So he had zero production out of the guy. He got the Vias is back. When the Vias is playing catcher, you put Alvarez in the DH, or you bring up Mauricio, you use the Entos. I mean, I'm just I'm sick and tired of this guy. What are they going to get rid of him? Yeah, I don't understand. I, I can't. Uh, look, I, I do think that Met fans are focusing on the wrong thing, but I also don't understand. See, for me, it's old hat because I've been ripping Vogel back since last year, even when he had decent numbers. I still didn't like Daniel Vogel back, but now he's not doing anything. So to me, it's just blatantly obvious that they need to move on. I don't know when they're going to make that decision. I don't think it's going to be anytime soon, though. You know, to cap it all off, they give up a middle reliever to the Pirates who's having a good season. Yeah, but I don't for that right now. I don't. I'm not going to get caught up in that. I understand what you're saying. It looks bad. You know, now with the result of Holderman, I, I can't. I didn't think it was an awful trade. At the time, I thought that maybe Vogelback could add something. Remember how desperately the Mets needed that type of bat, Chris, and thank you for the call a year ago. I also didn't think that that was going to be the big move. Turns out it was the big move. When that move was made, I swear to you, I was like, all right. I might have even tweeted it. I don't remember. But I was like, all right, here we go, little appetizer. This is the appetizer. Mets adding Daniel Vogelback. Yeah, this could be fun. This will help the lineup out now because he's better than anything else uh, that they put out there at DH You know, so far this year. Remember, it was Dom Smith and J.D. Davis and before that, Robinson Cano. So, all right, I like this. Holderman, whatever, he's another bullpen arm. But I think this is a good move. You know, before, of course, the main course. But it turns out that Daniel Vogelback was the main course, along with Darren Ruff. When we look back at this trade deadline from a year ago, it is going to be, no doubt, one of the worst trade deadlines in Mets history. For a team that won 101 games to acquire those two guys, throwing Michael Givens as well, that is... And they left themselves way short of the expectation of what they were going to do with the trade deadline. 
anyway, I do really believe too much is being made of it. There's still nobody calling and complaining about Drew Smith. Why not? You going to wait till it's too late then? Same thing with Vogelback. Like, it's over. We know it. It's done. The only people who don't seem to know it are, in fact, the Mets themselves. And that seems to be a consistent problem around here. Where everybody else is ahead of it, the Mets are behind it, chasing their tails. Stewart is calling from Brooklyn. Good morning, Stewart. No hit again for six innings? How about Lucas Giolito coming out of that game, Stewart? What? How about Lucas Giolito coming out of the game after no uh, hit? Oh, well, that's an Aaron Boone specialty. Yeah. We take him out. He has too many pitches. Oh, I don't like the way he's talking. I'm sick of it. Time to nuke that thing. And I mean nuke. Time hmm. to get rid of him. Well, it's not Aaron Boone who made that decision. I love, 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 love Sal. I'm not already with that. I'm not already with saying it's not. He took him out. That's his specialty. No, no, I'm saying that Lucas Giolito is... What are you complaining about? Because let's just get on the same page here. I'm complaining about Aaron Boone as usual. Taking out Clark Schmidt? Yeah. Oh, I I can't get... I mean, he gave up three runs in six innings. Tonight was the offense. I'm talking about uh, Stewart. You, know, you want to know what the, the offense Well, does. hold on. The, the White doesn't exist without But the Judge. White Sox pitcher, forget about the Yankees for a second. Let's just talk about baseball here for a minute. Mm-hmm. The White Sox pitcher, Lucas Giolito, threw 100 pitches. He threw six no-hit innings and came out of the game with ease. Manager said, that's it. You're not going back out there. You're done for the day. And that's it. Isn't that... Norm these days, but right, they, yeah, but, they, they, yeah. they, they uh, take the picture out of it, and oh, they don't complain. Yeah, but uh, why do we? Why do we got to accept that? I mean, where's the competitive nature here? Where's well, the? Where's that competitive uh, fire? You're throwing a no hitter at Yankee Stadium. Sal. Yeah. So I haven't seen competitive nature hmm. since Bob Gibson. Well, now you're going way back. Well, I'm going way back. What about well, 41? From anybody, maybe Mike Mussina had competitive nature, but when did you? Oh, David Cohn, Mike Mussina. I mean, all those guys. There was a lot of guys that have competitive. Yeah, but none of these guys do. Clemens. I mean, even though he's roided up, Clemens. Who cared? Clemens had uh, allegedly. You try to come out and take Clemens out, or Bob Gibson out. They would take the manager and knock him out. Yeah, Clemens will punch you in the face if you. And that's you know, I hate him, and I'll never respect him. And same thing. I'll never respect Roger Clemens. I'll always hate him for what he did to Piazza. However, there's no way he's coming out of that game. A no-hitter in the sixth inning. I don't care if you got 115 pitches. He's, throw, he's hey, throwing he a seventh. Come out if he had 150 pitches. Right. You're right. Neither with Steve, neither with uh, Gibson, Colpex, any of them. No, they wouldn't come out. They told Manager, go back to the drug. I got this. I just, uh, and I get, I get we're in a new era of Major League Baseball now, and I got to evolve and adapt. Come on. Nolan Ryan a few years ago tried to get the pitches to go to 125 mm-hmm. pitches. Do you remember that? Yeah, of course. Oh, that was a good idea. What happened? They got shot down. Oh, the, the arms. We have to protect the arms. Well, if they I'm tell me. About, like the chickens? If they tell. What do you mean chickens? I don't understand. Meaning the chickens, their arms will fall off. Oh. Uh, well, chickens' far. arms fall off? I'm, uh, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a phrase. Oh, well, I don't. I never heard it. I don't understand what it uh, means. Well, I've heard it. I the chickens even said, have arms, or they have wings. Which one? Yeah. Well, these, the uh, the arms are wings on pitches. The wings are going to come off. Mm. I'm sorry, you throw too many pitches. We can't do that because we're, we're paying you all this money. Right, but is that proven that if you throw more pitches, you're going to get hurt? No, it's not. You're not going to get hurt. That's kind of the point. You have more stamina. Imagine, Stewart. Imagine a pitcher. 
Imagine a pitcher who worked his way up his entire career to get in the major leagues. He's got a no-hitter against the New York Yankees at Yankee Stadium. And it's just like, oh, yeah, I'm good after six. Like, that's it. The manager's going to take me out. Yeah, I don't need to go back out there. You send him back down. You'd have to kill you. I mean, well, they wanted to take him out, but you'd have to kill me to get me off the mound. And I should should use that loosely with you. I mean, you... If I was pitching no hit against the Yankees and you came out and said, I'm coming out, I, the first thing I'd do is put my left fist through your face <laughs> and say, go back and go back. Uh, how how big are the biceps these days, Stu? More than yours. Are you sure about that? Way more. I don't know. You haven't seen me I recently. Know. What? You haven't I, seen I me. I see you on TV, man. Come on, get, come on, get. Now that's through go. a suit. You can't see. I mean, you, I'm not wearing a tank top on TV. What do you mean? I'm, I'm loaded up right now. My arms uh-huh, are yeah, pumped yeah. up. And I'm in the gym three times a week. And doing what? I'm busting my tail, bicep curls, tricep extensions, tricep press downs, hmm. leg press. Oh, you do legs? Sometimes I skip leg day. Yeah, 270. Yeah. Wow, you're pricing 270? I'm punching 270 on the uh, horizontal cap. Well, what are we doing with the bicep curls? How much weight? 100, 12 reps. 100 pounds, 12 reps? What a free a free bar, or are you doing it with uh, the machine? The machine, hundred pounds. That's a lot. Twelve reps. Mm-hmm. I don't do that. I do. I still think I'd take you down. No, you can't. Yeah, no, I no uh, no, no arm no, wrestle. No, no. Uh, 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 no. Yeah. The, the the beast is back. No, no, no. Doctor no. Lesnar is back. Oh, stop! Are you kidding me? I weigh hundred sixty-eight pounds. My doctor told me. How much do you my weigh? My A one C is seven point two. I gotta bring it down. How much do you weigh? One sixty-eight. Oh come on! You're a featherweight. I'm in the heavyweight division. How much you weigh? One eighty-nine. One eighty-eight. Ask me Friday. I still weigh. I still weigh. Guess what? You forgot about one thing. What? There's one more word you forgot. R A G E. Yeah, no, you got that rage. But oh, you well, whoa. The, the rage is still there. And guess what? The firepower is there. Hmm. Trust me. Trust me when I tell you. So who's feeling the wrath tonight after the Yankees lost? The, the, uh, the machines are going to feel the wrath. Hmm. I might go higher. Oh, really? Then 100? Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, you know what tricep? So you're going to the gym right? now, right? You know you're... what tricep press downs are? Yes, I know what tri- uh, tricep press downs are. Yeah. Two ten. I don't believe you. Two ten. And no, uh, this is like we're, we're talking Two. about like American English weight or whatever. American weight, not Two like uh, I don't know. Tricep yeah. press down two ten. I mean, not pounds. Like we're not talking about uh, in uh, w- what's ten. the. Uh, what the hell is the thing I'm looking at? I was in bad shape when I saw you last summer. I don't now, remember. You were wearing like a big baggy jacket, I thought. No, that was no bad. That was something to keep me warm. Yeah. Well, right. That's what a jacket is. The ballpark. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. I couldn't remember one thing. I told you I was going to How much were we betting on this arm wrestle? What? How much were we betting on the arm wrestle? A date with Nicole. A date with Nicole? I can't give you that. I mean, what do I have to speak for her? If if you beat me, you want to date with Nicole? Uh-huh. <laughs> You're sick. The, 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 I told you, the monster is back. Yeah. No, I'm, it's I'm telling you, trust me when I say this, I have been working my rear end off. Okay? Have, have you been watching uh, any videos of Cardi B and Nicki Minaj lately? No, I told you. Come here. 
Oh, Tamiya. So you're still on Tamiya. Yeah, we're still on Tamiya, and we're still on, uh, oh, you know, come on, you tell me that woman ain't better looking than both of them. Who, Rihanna? No, Tamiya. Oh, Tamiya's better than both uh, Nicki Minaj and Cardi B? Mm-hmm. I got to look her up again. What's her name? And Riri, and she's better looking than Riri, too. Tamiya? T-A-M-I-A. Yeah, I know. You have it in your Google history. Eh, she's all right. What do you mean she's all right? No, I think Nikki's that, better. That woman's woman in better shape than, 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 than all three of them. I know. I would I would prefer um, all three. Uh, am I looking at, like, this video can't get enough? Is that what you're talking about? Or officially missing no, you? No, I told you. Stranger in my house. Tribal Here we mix. Go. Stranger in my house. Tribal mix. Uh, yeah, I'm not, not on the tribal mix. You have that one saved in the uh, the, old, the old web browser, huh? Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. you do. No, who's she married to? I don't oh, know. Oh, this is Grant Hill's wife? What? This is Grant Hill's wife? Fleeks is telling sure. me? Uh, I'm, I'm watching sure. it now, Stuart, and I'm distracted, and thank you for the call. Yeah, he might be right, actually. Maybe I got a, it was a different to me I was looking up before. Have you seen this video, Fleeks? Stranger in my house? This is Grant Hill's wife? I have not, but, I mean, you said Can't Get Enough is one of the songs that came up, right? Yeah, th- this is the one that, uh, yeah, I think so. To yeah, me, so that, that's what I'm finding, The one of the first things that comes up on Wikipedia. Been married to Grant Hill since 1999. To me, a stranger in my house. This is, uh, and now I understand why Stewart's got this one saved in his web browser. Yeah, it doesn't take long to figure out the, why that's the case. I remember a song from, like, the 90s, Stranger in My House. I wonder if that's it. Um, I don't think it's, I don't know, is it, is it 90s? I have no idea. I've never heard of this person before, honestly, until Stuart brought her up. But She's I'm not, ready. uh, better looking than Rihanna. Uh, I would say that based off of this video that I'm watching right now, I would, I would probably have her higher in, uh, than I would Rihanna. Now, I like Rihanna. And I, look, I'm not hearing the song, so I can't really judge that. But as far as, um... You know, other things go. This video's uh, so I have it on now. This also I, I put the sound on for a second. This is the song that I was thinking of. Like, oh, when I was a kid, this would be on like you know Z one hundred or KTU whenever I was like you know passenger in my mom's which, car. Which one is this? What song? Stranger in my house. Okay, so it's a popular song. Like I've heard it. Before. It was like in you know late nineties or early two thousands. But this video is. Um, I mean, that's something, please. You know, I'm thinking the last time I heard this song, maybe I was nine or ten years old. Yeah. This, so, this, it's a little different. Yeah, I don't remember seeing this, which I'm surprised, but... I've definitely never seen this video before. What I will say is, uh, God I'll put bless, it this way. If yeah. I saw the video when I was 9 or 10 years yeah, old, right. something, you know, the age might have been accelerated a little bit. Yeah, this is... I might kick uh, puberty into gear. This is one of the great uh, videos of all time. I will go on record as saying that. And I want to just say, God bless uh, Grant Hill, of course, and also God bless Stuart for putting me onto this one because I had not seen this before. And everything I just said, Stuart, uh, I take back. Uh, to me, uh, this is a great video. You think Stuart would rather watch this video or the S&M video? Um, this video, probably. And I think I would, too. 877-337-6666. This is... I can't I, look away. I have it on here. But this, yeah. is, uh, this is something else. Stewart coming through. I need a little pick-me-up at 320. This is feels like even back in the day, MTV could only yeah, air on the overnight hours. That's true. That's right. It's a little risque. 
uh, or very. Your official station to talk Giants. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Salakata back on the fan. 877-337-6666. Go to 5 a.m. The warm-up show with Alan Jerry. So Jacob DeGrom got some unfortunate news. Couple of things when you you know initially hear what's going on. We first of all, we talked about this last night, or now I guess I should say Monday night. Still trying to get uh, my bearings here being back on the overnights and what time it is, what day it is, morning, night, whatever. So it's now Wednesday morning. We did a show on Monday night, and we talked about the news of DeGrom being placed on the 60-day IL and that he could be back with the team no sooner than June 28th. Then, yesterday morning, literally the next day, word comes down, or yesterday afternoon, word comes down that DeGrom has to, in fact, have Tommy John surgery. Now, the initial thought was, see, I mean, I told you this was going to happen. Like, we all knew that DeGrom could never stay healthy, and this was one of the big reasons why they shouldn't have committed to him. The other thing, of course, you feel bad for the player, and I know DeGrom had a very emotional um, dealing with the media. You know, he was crying. It was the most emotion I've ever seen from him, to be honest with you. And he was upset. Here's what I think, and understandably so, right? He's going to be out for a couple years now. He hopes to come back. He's going to set a goal to come back at the end of next year. But who knows what his career forever would be the same. When is he going to come back? Whatever. Good thing is he got paid. The even better thing is that he got paid by somebody other than the Mets. But for him, seeing the way that he reacted, and remember, a couple of years ago, the 2021 season where he was starting out as dominant as ever and then just never came back, that was the year Alderson said that there was a partial tear in the UCL, and DeGrom came out and said, no, there's not, no, there's not, or whatever, you know, back and forth that they had. But it has felt that this result with DeGrom was inevitable. It's sad, a sad reality, harsh reality, but it felt inevitable because there's always been, for the last few years, there's always been something wrong with DeGrom. It's always something. And I believe, now obviously I've never talked to him, so I don't know this. I believe that DeGrom, being that he had Tommy John surgery once before, and I'm sure it scared the heck out of him because this is at a point where it happens in the minor leagues and, you know, you don't, you think you're never getting up to the bigs and you don't know how much money you're going to make, whatever. But I believe what happened was that DeGrom had that Tommy John surgery and was scared to have it happen again ever since. It adds up. Where he would feel any kind of issue, he wouldn't pitch. He would feel any kind of you know issue in the arm, the elbow, whatever, the shoulder, the back, all that stuff, he wouldn't pitch. He wouldn't want to risk it. I don't, I don't even know if it was necessarily about the money I believe was that DeGrom didn't want to go through the rehab and all that stuff again that he did once already to be able to make it to the big leagues. 
But I'm sure a part of it, I mean, think of how lucky he is, actually. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, my God, it's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. If DeGrom crying on that video is the worst thing or the saddest thing you've ever seen in your life, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. That's not even, it doesn't even crack the top a billion, okay? Look at the real world for a minute, okay? You think a guy crying who's making $185 million, you think he's crying because he's going to miss a couple of seasons here is the end of the world? Get a grip on reality. Read the front of the newspaper. Even I know that. Watch the actual news. I mean, come on now. Let's get real. I actually saw that. That was actually a quote by somebody on Twitter. This is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Or the most upsetting thing I've ever seen in my life. I mean, come on now. What are you Are you 10 years old? Right. Jacob deGrom himself wouldn't say that. Well, I mean, uh, come on now. It's a joke. But anyway, deGrom... He was obviously upset, and understandably so, but I think his biggest fears were realized. But he's lucky. Today should be a day you should be like, you know what? You are one lucky you-know-what. Because this exact injury could have happened at any point over the last three, four years, and you wouldn't have gotten the extra five years, $185 million that you got from Texas. And DeGrom deserved it. He deserved that big payday. It just was never going to be from the Mets. And I'm glad. I said it at the time, and obviously now it was proven to be the right move. The Mets were going to try to bring him back, but at their price, they weren't going to go to ridiculous amount to bring him back. Whether he wanted to be here or not really didn't matter. You couldn't trust the health. I don't think you wanted to be here enough to take a lesser deal. And good for him. He got the most money. And the way that it goes now, who knows what his deal is going to be, when he returns, if he returns, how effective he's going to be. Texas took a big, big risk, and they fell flat on their faces for the first two years of that contract at the very least. It's already a disaster for him. Usually those things happen to the Mets, so it's nice to be on the other side of it for a change where the Mets actually made the right move here. And like we said, for the player, you can't feel that bad. I mean, when somebody's crying like that, you you, you do, of course, you you're you know you have to show sympathy toward them and you you empathize with them and all that stuff. You try to understand where they're coming from. I get it, but ultimately, it'd be like, oh, I'm never gonna, I can't. It's so it sucks to be able to not participate in this team this year. And then after you let out like those big cries and the cameras go away, and then it's like, but you know what? I am gonna go home and still count my. 185 million freaking dollars that I just signed in the offseason. So I get being upset. I do feel badly for DeGrom, but I also am happy that he got his money, and I'm even happier that he got it elsewhere. 877-337-6666. We started the show talking about the Mets and their disappointing effort in Atlanta. The Mets get up 4-1. Lindor, Alonzo, the big boys hitting some big home runs, only to have Carlos Carrasco and then Drew Smith blow it. And I know everybody wants to focus on that Mets lineup, and it wasn't any good, but really the focus should be on the Mets' bullpen and Drew Smith. Each night, the Mets are losing these games here. It's something different, and they just haven't been good. Look, they lack accountability. I don't know if it's Buck not doing enough. As far as getting on these guys, it's a nicer version of Buck Showalter that we've seen here. 
in recent years. And last year, there was no reason to get on anybody where it was basically a near-perfect season until they got swept in Atlanta. This year, different story. They're trying to stay the course. They're trying to be even keel. And Dorr says the right things afterward. Oh, you know, we'll get it turned around. That's baseball. Blah, 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 blah. We, you know, we feel like we've been getting it going, and then we don't. We feel like we've been getting it going, and then we don't. Well, at some point, somebody's got to get mad. Somebody's got to get angry. Somebody's got to change something up. Somebody's got to hold uh, somebody else accountable. they got to hold each other accountable. And if they lose another one of these games in Atlanta, look, it's not looking good for this team. I know it's early. I know everybody can say, well, this is going to make the postseason. They can make a run. This is a very telling series here, a season-defining series. And to have it happen the way that it did with that loss after Lindor has the big moment, after uh, Alonzo follows it up with a big home run himself, you can't give that back and blow that lead. And they did rather quickly, and then they can never yet again, much like last year, Get up off the mat. That's the problem that the Mets have had. Last year, they were front runners the entire... You know, we used the term bully last night. Maybe front runners is the better word. I know front runners don't get punched in the mouth and can't get up, which is why you want to use the bully one. But, you know, the Mets were front runners last year. Everything was going well. They were playing from ahead. Once the Braves had an opportunity to get them head-to-head and they caught them, the Mets just didn't recover. And I believe, now I was talking to Jerry Blevins about this yesterday on Baseball Night in New York on SNY at 6 o'clock. And he, now look, Blevins is a former player. So he's in the locker room, the clubhouse, whatever. I'm not. However, I have a hard time believing that there wasn't any carryover with this Mets team from last year's loss, the way that it ended. Not just the disappointment of not winning at all. Whatever, that happens to the majority of teams. Every team but one each year. Not just the disappointment of losing to the Padres, but the way that they got swept by the Braves. That has to stick with the team. And Jerry said he doesn't believe that it does. There is no carryover or hangover from last year. Even though it is a very similar team. You know, a couple of different pieces, obviously, specifically in the rotation. But it is basically the same team. You don't think Pete Alonso wanted this game a little bit more? You don't think Francisco Lindor wanted this game a little bit more? You don't think Buck, almost to a man, you don't think anybody in a Mets uniform or in the Mets organization wanted this game again or this series a little bit more? 100% they do. And it's because of last year. They may have moved on. It may not be that big of a deal. There's no doubt. If you're a competitor, if you have that competitive fire in you, and you got beat by these guys a year ago. You're telling me you're not going to want to go out there and prove to yourselves and show them at the same time that you could beat them one-on-one, head-to-head? Uh, I don't, I'm just not buying it. I believe that, they, that the Mets do put more importance on this series and do want to show the Braves that this division is not over. Unfortunately, it didn't go their way. And you're not going to bury the Mets yet. They get two more games left in this series. But they better win both of them. No excuse. Scherzer, Verlander. They return to the scene of the crime where they got swept away and never recovered. They're back, and they had an excruciating first game loss to open this series. 877-337-66. 
66, Aaron Judge, you know, we still really don't have, we have a little bit of an update as far as him being on the IL. Both Nestor Cortez and Aaron Judge having to be placed on the IL. We know that it's a, uh, it's, not, it's not a broken toe. There are torn ligaments in the toe. It's swollen, so there are obvious issues there. But we don't know how long he's going to be out. I like the old, you know, six to eight weeks or, you know, two to four weeks, whatever the exact thing is that he's going to be out. Ten days would be great. But we need a time frame on it. And even days after, still no time frame because the Yankees are waiting to see about the swelling, see how it goes down. I I feel like it can't be a good thing that Judge is dealing with this type of injury with that toe and is definitely going to be placed on the IL. And then you look at the Yankees without him here. You know, we're probably not going to get Judge now for the – well, we're not going to get Judge now for the Subway Series. That's not happening. So that Subway Series next week loses some luster. You know, Yankees, Red Sox, Sunday Night Baseball. No judge. Not only did the Yankees become a team that, you know, is going to have a difficult time scoring runs or at least uh, just a different look without Aaron Judge, but, man, we all lose out. Not getting to watch Aaron Judge, whether it is in the Subway Series or that Sunday Night Baseball game. Losing out on watching the best player in baseball every day, that sucks. You know, and how did Judge get hurt? Of course, playing all out, as he always does. Can't blame him for that. I know you want to keep him healthy, but you know what? He knows how one one way to how to play the game. All in. Hard. And he does it. You gotta respect it. It's just unfortunate now we're not gonna be able to watch him for I would think at least a little while. You hate to speculate, but it does sound like it might be a little while before we see Aaron Judge back in there for the Yankees. That on top of Bader, you throw in Rodon. I mean, the Yankees, they continue to play well, but they also continue to be banged up. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Get the discussion started. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Sal, kind of back on the fan, 877-337-6666. Mets lose again to the Braves. What else is new? Another pathetic showing from them. It actually wasn't. 
pathetic as far as, you know, their competition level. You know, Lindor hitting a big home run. Alonzo, same thing, up 4-1. But the result was pathetic. Their lineup wasn't very good. Drew Smith was pathetic. And, and so on. Yankees, kind of a, you know, lost night in the Bronx. Yankees getting no hit through six innings. And without Aaron Judge, you, you, you know, you wonder how often this is going to be the case where the Yankees' offense struggles. Clearly, it is in the numbers. It has been shown that without Aaron Judge, the and it would be with anybody. I mean, Aaron Judge is one of the most, um, you know, one of the best run producers in the sport. I mean, he's one of the more impactful players in the game. So any team would miss him, but it is just so significant where you look at what the Yankees are with him versus what they are without him. Throw in Nestor Cortez, throw in Harrison Bader. You know, the Yanks are, are going to be, they're playing good baseball. Outside of last night. But the Yanks are going to be in a spot where they're just going to be trying to hold down the fort here until they start to get some of these guys back. And we felt like they just went through this not too long ago. Trying to hold the fort down until they got some guys back. Guys come back, but other guys leave. 877-337-6666. Look who it is. Rob is in Lake Success. Haven't heard from you in forever. You know, you got these crazy hours now. And and, uh, I woke up to Stu. It was always a always a good always a fun listen. Uh, Did you watch that I, video? No, I, I didn't. You know, I I just I didn't put. It, I will check it. Yeah, out. Yeah, do so, yourself a favor. It. Yeah, trust you me. Yeah, but I don't, I don't want to go down the road. But all right, whatever. Let's go. Let me talk about my thoughts here. Mm. Um, listen, as far as Judge, I'm not a Yankees fan, but I love watching the guy. I watch the Yankees all the time. I just enjoy watching them play, and I do it. Being a podiatrist for 30 years and watching that injury. Oh, I knew yeah. Was, you can yeah, add something. I knew yeah. it wasn't broken. I knew it's a hyperextension of the house. It's basically it's like turf toe, the way he landed on it. You got you got a really Are foot massages good for you? Like if I go get a foot massage, is that a good thing? Uh, listen, that's that's up to you. I mean, oh, yeah, I you, what do you mean? I you're the expert. I'm asking you. You're, you're the no, expert. No, no, listen. I don't, we, I, 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 that's, that's something that. We do in our profession, but I mean, it's a good thing to do if you want to feel better and relax the muscles and all of that kind of stuff around in the ligaments. But that's fine. But here, but here's the thing, and I want to get to the Grom as well. Um, but this is the type of an injury. It's like turf toe. It's it's when you sprain the ligaments, that could really be a long time. Oh, as I'm saying, so what are we injury. looking at? Yeah, what are we looking at here? Well, I, I mean, this could be look as far as this could, this could linger. You look at at least three weeks of being uncomfortable. Okay. And because it's ligaments and not a bone, I mean, these things could nag him. All right, so let me ask you, though, Rob, the the, the weight, right? Or your weight on your front toe when you walk. No, 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 no. I'm saying the weight as far as why we had a weight word. Oh, listen, they knew right away. Let me tell you something. I I saw right away. I knew this is not a fracture. It's very difficult to break that bone. I mean, and... Right, but then they looked at it. They looked at it, I'm assuming, x-rays or whatever. They They knew right away. Okay. So then why then... So what's the holdup? They're waiting for swelling Uh, to come down? No, because this is a business. They don't have to tell you. Who are you? Who's the media? They they, they do what they want. No, but they said... They said that they're still waiting word on the doctor. They're looking at the MRI. Sal, they're looking at the MRI. MRI is more conclusive. The x-rays is going to tell... Right off the bat, if, if there's a if there's a, a, a break, a fracture right. that shows up right away, that's acute that they can see on 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 the film. But an MRI is going to basically really get a good super look at every every aspect of the joint. And this is going to be because it's a weight bearing joint. It's going to be a wall. I mean, he's going to feel he feels really really good. 
All right, if you had a bet, if you had a bet, you know, I don't want to say your life on it, but whatever. What what is something you value? That's I would say this is this is going to be a good three weeks of being out. Okay, and this could linger. This could be like all year. All right, so if you had a bet, let's just say your life on it because I can't come up with something better. I don't want to go live. Okay, okay, well, what you got to pick something like your Islanders tickets, your Rangers tickets. I I would say, I would say. Give me yeah, a valuable possession that you want. Knowledgeable guy. Well, what, 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 what like what's a, a valuable possession that you have? I know you you're into collectibles. Uh, what's like what? Valuable possession. I don't. I don't know. Whatever. But I don't want to. But just what's the question? Your car or something. Well, what? I'm talking about car. Okay. okay car. So let's say you're betting your car on this over under four weeks for Aaron Judge. I would say less than that. He'll be playing before that. Okay, how, so, how so I, be. what about three weeks? Over under three weeks? Pro- this is probably this is probably I would say three weeks because of the type of prof- you know the type of profession he's in. They want to be cautious. Three weeks. I would say this could be four to six of lingering pain that he's just not going to be who he is. It's going to be a little off because all his weight is on on. But I expect him to be playing probably. All right, so let's say, let's say hypothetically you're Aaron Judge's doctor. He comes to you. You know the injury now. What is your advice to him? I would say, first of all, and I've had similar injuries. I would probably consider a, a cortisone shot. I mean, that well, he really took a. They said he took a. They said he took a PRP or whatever the shot is. The PC. Yeah, that's a PRP. PRP. PRP it's, it's basically, plaza. They're shooting. They're taking his own blood. And they're putting, that helps the healing process go quicker. It's called a PRP injection, and, and it's basically using your own blood and using his own plasma to help it heal quicker. I'm, I'm more that does work. I'm more of a fan of, of cortisone to get rid of the inflammation quicker. It doesn't heal as quick. Doesn't it won't heal as quick because the ligaments have to heal. Listen, it's going to get into a medical show here, and 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 night. Oh, no, I'm, I'm curious. Sleep. Now, do <laughs> you do you like you know if you had a certain uh, pharmaceutical you know thing like. Hey, take. We want to get a cortisone shot because we're using, you know, this cortisone here. Right. I would. I would give. I would give him a Kenalog injection. Right, but that's what I'm saying. So, do you like? Are you pushed in a certain way because you're trying to help out others? Well, what it does, it'll get rid of the pain and the inflammation quickly. And once Mm. the healing, the healing process could kind of go quicker. But the the ligaments, the ligaments. Do you ever see that? uh, Do you ever see that show with Michael Keaton uh, about the opioids? What about him? I mean, I don't know the show. What? 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 Oh, I was just like, you know, he's a doctor that got caught up in the, uh, you know, basically the opioids were being, I guess, pushed to him, and then he started pushing them to the, and then he got addicted to it. I'm just saying, like, you know. With your license, you don't mess around with that kind of stuff. I mean, you can you can go to jail. So well, right. I'm sure some doctors do, though, right? Well, they listen. He got in trouble in the movie. What was that movie? What was that show called, please? You remember the one with Michael Keaton with the opioids? Um, D was with the D that started with it. What the hell is the name of the show? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't a D. I don't. I forget. But it was. It was a good show. Listen, and I love you, but I want to get. Dope sick. It was with the D. I was right. Dope sick. Thank you. You ever see that one, Rob? Dope sick. No, I haven't. No, but, Rob, why haven't you called in a while? I feel you know, like you... No, you know what it is? I don't call. First of all, I pick and choose who I want to talk to. You, call, I don't listen to a lot of the shows. I really have to be honest. I, I, I find it Kitty City. I don't... I make serious. I, I, I'm in my... You 60s. find it Kitty City, like did you say? I the people that are, doing, that are hosting. I can't even listen to it. What does Kitty now, City well, mean? Duke's is going to run. Duke's now at 6 o'clock or 5 o'clock. He's going to say, oh, this guy Rob from Mike. Blah, blah, blah. You know what? 
I'm going to listen to you, Al, so don't even bother. Right, but I'm, 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 I'm curious. I didn't ask you all that. I asked you why you haven't called me, is what I said. No, no, because you're, you've been on, you've been on, and it's not against you. You've been on an hour that I'm probably watching baseball. Oh, football, okay, I got you, yeah. And okay. I got him watching sports. It's like you've been covering key slot. So I don't no, well, I'm on after the games. Oh, okay, so you only listen to the overnights, no, really, if and, I'm on. And, but I do watch SNY. I oh. do like that. SNY. But I want to get to the thing with DeGrom, seriously. And and this is something, and not to make you, what you said is correct. And this bothers me about when people talk about money. It really pisses the pisses me off. Yeah. When I hear people talk money, okay, first of all, when you talk money, it's people, you know, it's so much business about money. This is a man who's injured. And I, I get your point. About the crying, and I, I personally, anybody who's hurt, I don't care how much money you make. This is a man who's going to go under the knife. He's going to lose two years of his life. And yet, financially, and I'm sure Texas, they, they bought a contract to get their money back. If they didn't, they're silly. If they didn't protect themselves with insurance. But Sal, this is a man who's basically looking, could lose his career. And I get it. I get it. When you Because you guys always look at the money. Everybody in the media looks at the money. I mean, this is a man who's he's still feelings involved here. Now, is it the worst thing? I heard you bring that up. Sal. Well, somebody, no I saw somebody tweet that. But like, come stupid. on. That's stupid. That, that's yeah. it, that's it's sports. Dumb. It's sports. I get it. Yeah, of I feel you, you feel bad for DeGrom, but I'm saying, like, ultimately, well, I, think about it this way, Rob. What if this injury happened a year ago? Oh, then, you know, I remember we went to the game. He's pitching, pitching right that day. And I'll tell you, wait, and, and, and right. So what? This, what happens if he has to leave that game and he has Tommy John surgery? Then well, he doesn't then make this what? money. Then it's uh, then and you and really feel bad. Yeah. I, in the, see, in the longer because the way baseball is set up, Sal, and I get it. And he's going to be financially rewarded, and maybe his career will come back. I think it's thirty-six years old. It's going to be rough having a second Tommy John. And I think you made a great point that he's been babying and being, been so afraid, but. You know, I think being being a layman, being on the sidelines, and 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 not being in, in professional sports, and this goes for anybody. I don't include myself, okay? But but I I've competed in a lot of high end sports. The point being, when you're injured, it is, takes so much emotionally out of you, and it's so upsetting, Sal. And when people bring up money, what, who are you or who's anybody to judge? Compare monies on person's personal feelings. They're being financially rewarded. For, for what they do because it's so rare and difficult. But that doesn't take away what they're going to personally go through for the next two years. Yeah, you know, what, you know what, Robin? Thank you for the call. I understand what you're trying to say. However, I think life, you can take the tough pills that life throws at you to swallow. You could swallow them a little bit easier. When you got a $185 million contract guaranteed. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, you feel bad for him. Look, he's an athlete. This happens in professional sports. David Wright, Don Mattingly, to name a few. How many guys have we seen have their careers cut short or have to be, you know, lost for the year? DeGrom's not dying. He's not even retiring. He's got a five-year contract. He's only going to be out for two years with the Tommy John surgery. Let's not make it like it's the end of his world. And the point is... I'm glad it happened after he got paid. Because if it happened before, then he'd really be crying. More ways than one. I'm not saying he can't be upset. Uh, obviously, you feel bad for the player. You feel bad for the competitor. DeGrom, say what you will about him. He's an all-time great competitor. All-time great competitor. He cares. 
He wants to be a perfectionist. He wants to go out there and dominate every pitch. He loves pitching. And I really do think that a lot of the issues that you've seen with him over the last few years is from the Tommy John surgery that he probably was scarred from you know, before he came up with the Mets in the big leagues. Probably scared the daylights out of him not knowing if he's going to have a career or not. And put in a lot of work to rehab to get back to you know, competing again to go push to make the major leagues. But at this point, he's made a ton of money in his career. He is older as it is. Yeah, it sucks. And I understand it. Maybe it was a little shocking just to see him emote like that. You feel bad, but let's not make it like the guy's dying here. Come on. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.